Right, good morning. It's uh, Jake Russell here again, back with my Channel Festival selections. Um, we're going to day three now, which is the Thursday. Um, starting off with uh, Grade 1 action in the Marsh Novices Chase. Uh, give you some prices on them. We've currently got Itchy Feet at 9-2 favourite. Uh, 9-2 joint favourite, sorry, with Alaho at 9-2 um, for Willie Mullins. And then we've got Mr Fisher still listed at 7-1, but I believe he's going the Arkle. Um, Sam Crow at eight to one, Fahin eight to one, but I believe it's been confirmed he's RSA bound now by Willie Mullins. Uh, easy game, uh, Black Art fourteens, Reserve Tank fourteens, Melon sixteen, uh, and so on and so forth. Um, I think it's not really a race I've looked into much myself personally, as in going for a horse to to, to back. Um, but if I was going to pick anything, I'd probably probably be safe safest bet to go with um, Itchy Feet, Ronnie Murphy. Uh, obviously got his first grade one um, at Sandown on the 1st of February with this horse. First grade one, he can easily follow up with another grade one here at the festival. Ran a cracking race that day after Lorena, unfortunately flopped. Um, he ran a cracking race, wouldn't buy three lengths, beating Midnight Shadow. It wasn't particularly the strongest grade one affair, but neither is this race, to be honest. Um, so there's no reason why he can't go down, go ahead and uh, get another grade one for Ollie Murphy and his team. Gavin Sheehan, I'm sure, will be riding the horse, so he's probably the safest bet to go for there. If I was going to pick something each way, I'd probably go with Tom George's Black Up. He's in great form this year since going chasing. Won his first chase start in a novice at Stratford, and then come second behind Champ at Newbury. Only just come second by two lengths to Champ at Newbury. Uh, and then come second again by a length behind Slatehouse at Kempton on, uh, on New Year's Day. At Unboxing Day, sorry, he hasn't been seen since then, so he's going to be fresh. And Tom George, I'm sure, has primed him specifically for this race. So um, I can I can see Black Up running a big race as well. He looked like a, a, a he was a good hurdler as well, coming second and winning a couple of good races in his hurdling days. But now he's gone chasing, he's probably looked better than ever. And um, for me, for me, he's a one to beat. Probably the safest bet to go for as well because he's a Grade One winner. Uh, no, sorry, Itchy Feet's probably the best bet to go because he's the grade one winner. But if I was going to go each way, it'd be black up at 14s. Next up, we have got the Ryanair, which is another grade one. I'll give you some prices. We've got a Plutard at 9-4 to four for Henry de Bromhead. We've got Min at 3s for William Mullins. Frodons at 6-1 to one for Paul Nichols. Riders on the Storm, 8-1 to one for uh, Nigel Twiston-Davis. And then we've got Politolog in there, St. Coward, Oscar Aso, um, Duke de Geneva, Dynamite Dollars, Janika, Real Steel. I don't know whether they're all going. The majority of them probably aren't going. But it's probably going to be between the, uh, I'd say, the top four in the market. Plutard, Min, Frodon, and Riding on the Storm. I'm going to go with last year's winner, Frodon, for me. It's going to be my pick at 6-1. to one. Again, he's another horse with a place in my heart. So I'm going, to, I'm going ruling my heart over my head, really. Um, but I do think... He can win it. He looked better than ever winning last time in that grade two at Kempton. Again, wasn't the strongest grade two, if I'm honest, but he won it very well, leading from the front and jumping from the front. He looked, he looked back to his best um, after a disappointing start to the season, but I believe, I believe he did have ulcers, quite a severe case of ulcers, so you can uh, you can let him off for that. And his first start of the season wasn't in his old ideal conditions as well, because uh, they took majority of the fences out, so it was pretty much a flat race. Uh, but yeah, he looked better than ever last time. And he, and he won this race fantastically well last time out as well. And he absolutely loves Cheltenham. He will love the soft conditions. And he'll jump for fun at the front. 
and, uh, and no one will catch him up that hill. Once he gets to the front up that hill, then there's no one going to go past him. So I'm going with Frodon again to win for me at 6-1 to one to get another grade 1 to his name. Cracking little horse. He's got a cracking partnership with Bryony Frost as well. So it's uh, I think most of us will want him to win because um, he's just a, a fantastic little game horse, really. So I'm going to go Frodon at 6-1. to one. Uh, Riders on the Storm as well is interesting if he goes. He's been backed up to 8-1 to one off the 11s earlier on in the week. In great form this year. Um, he wasn't particularly in great form last year. Who was he with? Oh, it doesn't say. Anyway, he's been he's just been purchased by Sam Twist uh, by Nigel Twiston Davis this year, and he's looked in fantastic form, going chasing for him, winning all three of his starts. He won on debut in a handicap class two, uh, and then he won again another class two at Ascot uh, just before Christmas in in the mud, pretty much, and then he won the uh, Ascot Chase last time out. Um, which is when Surname fell, but he, he won that very well, actually. He looked like the winner from the get-go. People saying Traffic Fluid might have won that race, but no, I think Riders on the Storm was in command. Um, he, he's probably worth a shout at 8-1 uh, at to one as well. Uh, but my pick for the for the Ryanair is going to be Frodon at 6-1. to one. Next up, we've got the Stayers. Um, probably one of the most popular horses in training at the moment, just for his story um, and how how much he's improved for Emma Laval is uh, Paisley Park. Currently priced at eight to eleven. You've got Benedict Just still in there at eight to one, but I think William Williams is now confirmed. She's pretty much going the mayor route, the mayor's route. Uh, Somerville Boy at tens, Emma Tom at twelve, Bacardi's at um, twenty fives. You got Penn Hill in there at twelves. Um, one old pump as well. Apples Jade at twenty fives, and Lisnaga Oscar at thirty three to one. In wild back by the looks of it, um, but I can't see past Paisley Park if I'm honest with you. I think he is probably the banker of the meeting, probably the most certain to win at the meeting. Uh, obviously, he won this last year, and he, he won an absolutely cracking race last year. Come out of nowhere to, to stay on so well, and that's literally what he does, stains uh, stains his game, really, so I can't see past him in this race. Paisley Park, for me, is going to be the winner, but if I was going to pick if I was going to pick a horse each way to come behind Paisley Park, I'd probably go with Warren Greatrick, Warren Greatrick, um, Emmy Tom. He won last time out, he looked like a real stayer in the mud at um at Haydock last time out. He didn't he didn't look fit enough for me on his first start of the season. He did come sixth, uh, well last actually last out of the sixth in the Grade Two at Cheltenham. Uh, but after that, he won at Haydock in a Grade Two and he won by by eight lengths and he looked very good, very good that day. So if I'm going to go for a horse at a bigger price each way, is twelve to one is Emmeton. I'll go for him each way. Um, but personally. You can't be back in Paisley Park at that price, but I can't see him getting beat. So you might be able to put him in there with Tiger Roller or something like that. Um, but yeah, Paisley Park to win for me, but uh, Emma Tom to finish second at 12-1. to 1. Nice little leechway bet there. Uh, and last race of the day for the Thursday is the Mayor's Novices Hurdle Grade 2. Currently got Minella Melody at 11-4. to 4. Um, Lama Keys, Lama Keys, or something like that, for Willie Mullins at six to one, Floressa at eight to one, Dulcita at nine to one, and I just wrote down from each other flyer. I don't know whether that's going or not at fourteen to one. I'm not too sure. Um, and then I've got down Emma's Joy at twenties as well. Again, not sure. It's the only race she's listed for going forward. So again, not sure she's going for that. Um. But my pick would be Emma's Joy. She does go for the race because she is a grade two winner last time out at Warwick. Um, grinded it out to get all the way to the line, being um, winning off seven to four favourite for Dan and Harry Skelton. 
Um, beat some decent horses that day, actually. Um, but she looked quite good as well. She looked like a, a decent horse in the making. Dan Scowen's in good form. Uh, he's got some good, nice each-way chances for this for the festival. Um, so I'm going to go Emma's Joy. She's currently priced at 20s. She's drifted from 14, so I don't know whether she's going or not. Um, but if she doesn't go, then uh, it's got to be the favourite for me, Manila Menody. Um, in cracking form this year since going hurdling. She's unbeaten, actually, over hurdles. She's w a winner of a National Hunt flat race, bumper race, and a winner of a point-to-point -point as well. Won very well last time out by two lengths. Um, so, yeah, I'll go for Manila Menody in the mares. Novices hurdle, 11-4. to um, That's if Emma's Joy doesn't go. At twenty to one, like I said, she has drifted a bit in the market. So whether she's going or not, I'm not too sure. But it'll be Emma's joy twenty to one each way. If not, then Manella Melody, Manella Melody, Melody will be my pick. Um, so yeah, that's the last of the graded races on the Thursday. Hope you enjoyed. Um, just a quick one for me because the next one's probably going to be a bit longer with the uh, triumph and the gold cup and stuff inbound. Um, so yeah, stay tuned for that. Thanks. Good morning, it's uh, Jake Russell again, um, back with my Channel Festival selections. We're going to the last day now, Gold Cup Day, fourth day of the meeting on the Friday, which is a week today. Um, so yeah, we're starting off with the eagerly anticipated Triumph Hurdle. Obviously there's been a lot of talk about this on, on social media at the moment, with a lot of top class horses going to battle. Um, it's a grade one over two mile, obviously, current going is soft. We've got Solo is your 10 to 3 or 130 favourite. We've then got Goshen at 7 to 2, All Mankind at 9 to 2, Aspire Tower at 6 to 1, uh, Sir Psycho 14s, Away with the Sea 14s, and Mick Pasta 16. So um, Cerebus at 20s, um, Navajo Pass at 33, Lord Lamington 40, so on and so forth. Um, so Solo's your favourite. Obviously, we've seen him. Um, a couple of weeks ago at Kempton, hosing up by 13 lengths. Um, very comfortable win indeed. That was his first run for Paul Nichols and um, for the four-year-old. Then we've got Goshen, who's unbeaten over fences um, for Gary Moore. I think he's win won all three of his races by something silly like 68 lengths or something along them lines. And he's beaten subsequent winners here, there and everywhere. Um, we've got All Mankind again, who's unbeaten over fences. Um, he's a fairly decent horse on the flat, and then Dan Scowens took him over. And again, it's the same story of all mankind. He, he went on debut at Warwick by 37 lengths at a canter, and beat Batox Haas in a graded race at Cheltenham, Grade Two. Who has come out since to win another to win a graded race and graded race himself? Uh, and then he won in a Grade One juvenile hurdle last time out, beating Cerebus by nine lengths um, at Chepstow in the mud. There, um, Aspire Tower is another another horse that was on the flat, decent flat horse, and I went to Henry de Bromheads, won his first two races, with my 13 lengths on debut and 18 lengths next time out. Um, and then Fowler at the last, come up to the last at the Dublin Festival in the Grade 1, which a wave of the sea swept to the front and took, and took the win. Um, he he was unlucky to fall, he was 1-3 to three odds on then, he was unlucky to fall that day. Um, which leaves question marks on his jumping, especially going to Cheltenham. He probably would have won that race. We definitely would have had a battle on his hands, but he would have won that race for sure. Um, and Henry de Bromwich in good order. So it's going to be between them four, I'd say, the winner. Um, obviously, there's going to be a strong pace set. There's probably going to be a few runaways. All Mankind will probably shoot to the front. Goshen might just set him behind him. 
uh, and hopefully jump a bit better. But my pick for this race, currently priced 9 to 2, All Mankind, Dan Skelton. Uh, I've made it clear on, on Twitter that I do think this horse will win this race. He's got um, he's got Cheltenham form, he's got graded Cheltenham form in soft going, um, which has, has brought up a couple of winners since then. Obviously, Nordano's won since then at Ascot, a decent handicap at Ascot. We've got Botox Haas with Gary Moore has won since then. Um, I even believe, think Mick Pastor has won. Yeah, Mick Pastor has won since then at Ludlow. So the horses he's got in behind him that day at Cheltenham in the graded race, have all a majority of them have won and they've won um, decent races. Um, I've seen him first-hand at Warwick as well on his hurdle debut and he absolutely run away with it. He wasn't well-fancied well, he wasn't well that day for some reason. He drifted a bit to 5-2, to two, um, but I did tweet at the time. Um, Dan Scout with the scouting team have got themselves a good good horse in their hands there because he did win by just in the 40 lengths and obviously he proved that out next time out at Cheltenham in the graded race. And then probably his best performance was last time out in the grade one juvenile hurdle at Chepstow in the mud. He absolutely pulled away. Um, the, the thing is with him, he runs away with the race. He, he's pulling Dan Scouting's arms out um, all the way around. He jumps for fun. Um, but he, he just when you when you think he's got nothing left, coming up to the home straight, he just quickens off even further, um, which is what he did at Chepstow, pulling, his, pulling the, the jockey's arms out all the way around and then quickened off up the home straight to win by nine lengths. Again, beating Sarah Buss and uh, Nordano, who's in third, who's won since then. Um, so for me, he's a horse to beat. It's quite a big price of him, honest. I'm not too sure why he's not favourite. If you look in deep, if you dive deep into his form, he's got the best form in there, and he's beat some good horses in their own right who who have come out to win as well. Um, Goshen, I think Goshen will be the main danger, if I'm honest with you. Um, with a with a quicker pace and more horses in a field, I think his jumping will improve. Um, but you've got to take that big chance, and and it's a big chance to take in a in a good race like this. And then Solo, while well, he's won one race, granted he won that race very well, and he did look very good. Um, he's he's won one race for Paul Nichols, at a six to four favourite at Kempton. Um, in a great was it was it a grade two? Yeah, in a grade two. So I wouldn't be having I wouldn't be having him as favourite. Don't get me wrong, he's a good he's a good he's a horse that looks very good, and I think Paul Nichols and the team think a lot of him. So. Um, yeah, we'll see. But All Mankind for me at 9-2 to two is, is the winner of that race personally. And uh, it's come out that Dan and Harry Scout on a said it's probably one of the best juveniles they've had uh, had the train. So I look forward to seeing this race. It's probably the, the I'd say behind the champion chase, it's the second race I'm looking most forward to because we've got some very good types in here. Um, but yeah, it's All Mankind for me to win. Next up, we've got the Albert Bartlett um, grade. Novices Hurdle. We've currently got the favourite at Time Hill nine to two for Philip Hobbs, Monkfish eleven to two for Woody Mullin, Latest Expedition six to one for Paul Nolan, Harry Senior tens, Furio twelve, um, Razim Detali twelve to one, um, Johnny Deal at fourteens for Woody Mullins as well, and so on and so forth. I'm I'm torn between two horses in this one, um, but I think I'm going to go price wise for Latest Expedition for Paul Nolan, the Irish Raider. He's the he's looked so good this year and he's looked such an improved horse this year for them. Um, great, well he's yeah, he's got good form on bumpers. He comes second in his first and his debut with the bumpers, and he won at Nace eight to one. Uh, he won in a in a big twenty runner maiden, uh, beating an odds on favourite of Gordon Elliott's that day on his hurdling debut, and he comes second in a Grade Three at Navan to Abracadabras, which is good form, um, and then won a Grade Two at Navan. 
beating Andy Defresny. I can't pronounce that anyway. Um, after a great ride from Barry Cooper there in a grey two. Uh, and since then, he's come out. I think he won at the Dublin Festival, didn't he? The first race of the Dublin Festival in a grade one. Uh, won by two lengths, beating some good horses like Longhouse Poet, um, Cobbler's Way, Fury Road, uh, etc. Et so for my pick for that race is the uh, latest expedition. Fantastic form this year. Looks like he's on the rise with Paul Nolan. Uh, and he's certainly a horse to keep an eye on. Keep an eye on going into the race. Price-wise, 6-1 to one is quite a big price. Um, so, yeah, latest expedition is my pick of the race. You obviously got time hell for Philip Hobbs. I'm sure Richard Johnson will be riding him that day. Probably the best uh, best chance of a win Richard's got. Nominated Rivers at the Gold Cup. Um, great Again, another horse that's in great form. He won on a bumper at Worcester. And then he comes second um, behind Master Dabinair at Cheltenham on a bumper. Uh, and then he conferred behind Blue Sari and uh, Envoy Allen at the champion bumper last year at a big price of 20 to 1. He's a little better than ever this year, actually. He's, he, he beat Fiddler on the Roof, grade 2 um, Persian War Novices Hurdle at Chepstow. And then he won another grade 2 Bannimore Novices Hurdle at Cheltenham by three lengths, Vigi Champagne Well. And uh, then he won a grade 1 Shallow Novices Hurdle, 4 to 6 odds on uh, at Newbury just after Christmas. So he's got by far the best form in the race obviously all three of his wins this year have come great have been graded wins over hurdles his first season over hurdles and all three of his runs have been have been uh have been graded races which he's won so he's, he's probably the horse to beat for me nine to two um but he's a fairly short price and i'm going to go for latest expedition at six to one to cause another upset um but again it's another it's a nice little race to look forward to actually this one it'd be good to see how time hill gets on and and if latest expedition has improved since his last run um with some other good horses in there like rasma detali for uh, for david pipe um so yeah that's the uh that's the albert Bartlett for me next up we've got um again another well and probably the most talked about race it's obviously the feature of the meeting it's the uh Chatham gold cup with current joint favourites of Santini at four to one, Alboom Photo four to one, Delta Works six to one, Lossing Translations thirteen to two, Clandesobo fifteen to two, Kenpoint nine to one, um, Presenting Percy eleven to one, and Monoly twenty five to one, so on and so forth. You've got Bristol Demai at sixteens in there as well, Chris's Dream, so on and so forth. Um, we'll start with last year's winner, Alboom Photo. He had a fantastic prep run. Uh, obviously, last last run of the year, uh, last run of the season, he come behind Kenboy in the uh, Punchestown Gold Cup. But he's had um, he's had one run in a Grade Three New Year's Day chase, um, out, which he won by six lengths, beating Shattered Love. Uh, so he's had he's going to be fresh, ready to go for this uh, for his defence of his of his Gold Cup. He's a young horse, I believe. He's how old is he? He's only he's only an eight year old, just like Santini. So he's a young horse, and a young horse is probably going to be going places. Um, with Paul Townend as well, who could have a good festival uh, on board, I'm sure. Um, but the, my pick of the race, controversial one really. Um, a lot of people don't really fancy him for the race, or a majority of people don't fancy him for the race. But I'm going with Santini. He looks like a Gold Cup horse in the making for me. He doesn't he doesn't win his races flashy? No, no, by by no means does he win his races flashy. And we saw that on his first run, 10th of November. But he had a bit of a break, a couple of months since then. And then uh, and in January when the Cotswolds chase, um, he had a bit of a he had a he had a bit of a mistake at the last, but he did stay on well to assert and uh, and and went and run up the Cheltenham head and win. He ran a cracking race at Cheltenham last year, finishing second in the RSA, uh, behind top of the game. He was fortunately out for the season, 
Um, but I think, he, like I mentioned, he doesn't do anything flashy. He doesn't win his races flashy, but he's a, he's got all the ingredients of a Gold Cup winner. He can jump, he can stay, and uh, he'll he'll more than likely like the conditions, and he likes Cheltenham. He's finished second and first at Cheltenham, uh, and I think he won in 2018 there as well in a novice hurdle. He did, yeah, in a great novice hurdle. So two wins in one place. Uh, two wins in two places, sorry, um, at Cheltenham. So you can't uh, you can't grumble at that. But he's definitely my pick for the for the festival. Controversial, I know. Four to one is a short price. Um, but if I was going to pick a horse to win it, who looks like a sayer in the making, saying chaser in the making, it would be Santini. Just a quick mention to Clandis Oboe. Paul Nichols says he looked he's looked better than ever this year, and he's got a, a fantastic chance going into the Gold Cup after his uh, after his King George romp on on Boxing Day. Looking forward to see how he goes, and then obviously we've got the other end of the other end of the scale, lost in translation, who did flop at the uh, at the King George. He's beating this year of offense. He's beating this year of offenses. He looks like a chaser in the making, a good staying chaser in the making. Um, you you just gotta you just gotta um, have question marks question marks about about his last one at Kempton really. So it'll be interesting to see how he gets on. Um, wouldn't surprise me if he wins because, like I mentioned, he looks like a staying chase in the making. So, um, yeah, for me, it's going to be Santini, four to one co-favorite of Albion Photo. Uh, I think Albion Photo's got a, a lot on his on his plate this year, and we've also got Ken Boyne presenting Percy for Ireland as well, who could who could who could win the race easily, to be honest. But Santini's my pick. Um, Santini's my pick of the day. I will also be doing um, so. That's day day four, the last day. Just the three main graded races talked about there. Um, I might also do a just a little sort of couple of minutes one on my nap of the meeting and my next best um, best of the meeting, which should probably be out Monday. Uh, and I might be doing, I don't know whether to do it or not. I might be doing all the all the handicaps as well, and some weights and stuff, and all the declarations are done. So let me know if you want to see that. But many thanks for listening. Um, let's uh, let's get some winners next week. Many thanks.